What's going on, everybody? It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG. With bits of week five in the NFL. Uh, just probably be me tonight. Um, just got finished watching LeBron and the Lakers win their 17th title. LeBron's fourth individually. AD's first. Uh, Delonte called it. He said uh, Lakers in six. And what happened, Lakers in six. So, congratulations to the Lake Show, Lakers Nation, the organization, and everybody that roots for the team. Um, just it's it makes you happy, to be honest. Because uh, as much as I I mess with LeBron, I've always been a fan of his, except for those years in Miami. Because if he wouldn't have never went to Miami, I know Chicago would at least had one title out of that. But that's neither here nor there. I'm happy for that whole entire organization to see guys get rings. Um, especially uh, Dwight Howard. Uh, JaVale McGee gets another ring. Danny Green gets another ring. After what he went through after game five, uh, heard he was getting death threats, him and his girlfriend. That's uncalled for. So we will be talking about the finals this week. Um, it will be a, just a, 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 just a smorgasbord of, of, of finals talk, but tonight I'm here to talk about my bits of week five concerning the Washington football team. But before I get into that, we had a rough one. I don't, I hate the Cowboys. Let's just, let me just put that out there. I make no mistake about it. I make no apologies about it. I hate the Cowboys. I was raised to hate the Cowboys because I am a Washington fan, formerly uh, Redskins. Now it's a football team, but I am a Washington fan. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm raised to hate the Cowboys. It's like I, as a basketball fan, I'm raised to hate the Knicks, the Pistons, you know, that's my bitter rival. But to see Dak Prescott go down tonight with a compound fracture and dislocated ankle, uh, my heart sank. It made me sad because even though there's a rivalry there, I never want to see anybody, anybody go down with an injury as catastrophic as that. I just, I, I heard he went into surgery tonight and everything so that that that's uh good i just don't want uh i don't want nobody making light of this and I, i'll say that so anybody making jokes about it uh get your head examined because things like that can easily happen to anyone and it's not a funny laughing matter. And I've I've been through it. I, I went through it when uh, RG3 tore his ACL in the playoff game against Seattle. And people made jokes. I went through it about uh, Alex Smith. Even I've heard Cowboy fans make jokes when uh, Tony Romo got hurt the last time. And they brung in Dak Prescott to start. People were praying for him to get hurt. And cowboy fans at that, so but it's no laughing matter. 
I'm not going to dwell on it. I just hope he has a speedy recovery, healthy, uh, no ligament damage, so he can come on back. All right. So now over to the football team. Uh, lose today, thirty to twenty. I'm sorry, thirty to ten to the L.A. Rams. Um, everybody here at sideline junkies had the Rams winning this game, so we all came out with a W there. Uh, let's start offensively. Kyle Allen started the game. A report came out that uh, Dwayne Haskins came to the stadium. He hadn't been feeling well the last two days. So he hadn't been feeling well since about Friday. And they diagnosed him with a stomach virus and sent him home. You know, told him go ahead and go, go home. You know, a lot of people are like, you know, he called out from work and things like that. And he never showed out. Uh, nah, if he had a stomach virus, you know, some viruses can run through a building. They can run through a team, and it can set you back. So I get all of that. But uh, speedy recovery to the young gentleman. Uh, Kyle Allen started his first game in Washington. He was 9-13 for 74 yards, took two sacks, no touchdowns. He had a rushing touchdown. But he was knocked out of the game in the second quarter. And guess who? came into the game to pretty much complete the comeback. And I mean personal comeback. And that's none other than number 11, as B calls him the 11 train, Alex Smith. Uh, It was great to see him. I mean, I actually got giddy, but I was also nervous. Um, I, I think a lot of Fans, Washington fans were nervous to see him because they wanted to see him, you know, take that first hit and get up. Uh, you know, on a pregame show, I think it was halftime, I think, uh, Terry Bradshaw said he didn't want to see him out there. A lot of people said they didn't want to see him in the game. They was like, I, I would prefer not to see him in the game because I'm, I'm nervous. I don't want to see him out there. I don't want to see him get hurt, things like that. So it happened, though. And like B said, he's a grown man. He made that decision himself. And he came out there. He went uh, 9-17 for 37 yards. But he took six sacks. Just really couldn't. I mean, some people say, oh, well, it was the the weather conditions. That's bull. So don't give me that weather conditions mess. Uh, He couldn't move the ball. The team couldn't move the ball. It was just a bad showing all the way around the board for Washington today. Um, Tressway, 10 punts, 511 yards. That's 51.1 yards per punt average. 10 times Tressway had to come out there and punt. Second half, Washington did pretty well because they were down 20 to 10 and at the half. It was 23 to 10 for the longest, and they could not move the ball. They could have mustered up a couple of scores. This game was in reach for a while. And then all of a sudden, they couldn't win it. It just, they could not move the ball. Could not move the ball offensively. Um, Defensively, for the Rams, they had eight sacks, four sacks for Aaron Donald, uh, three sacks for their linebacker, Reader. Um, it's no way, shape, or form 
that this offense should perform as badly. They were inept. That that that's the word inept. That's they were in the second half. I mean, they were kind of moving the ball with Kyle Allen, kind of until he got knocked out. Uh, he was cleared to play, and Ron Rivera decided to stick with Alex Smith. A lot of people, including the boss BJ, believes that the uh, the major goal is to go with Smith as a starter. But I'm not confident he can be 100% the starter, especially behind this line. Uh, from left to right, you have uh, Christian, Wes Martin, Chase Rouillet is your pivot. Wes Schweitzer is your right guard until uh, Brandon Sheriff comes back. And Morgan Moses. And these guys, they weren't really blitzing. They were probably sending four to five and getting home. And then sometimes, you know, they would when they would send somebody else, he would just creep through a crack and get a sack. This offense just could not move. And I don't want to hear, oh, well, it was wet. It was the same thing for uh, L.A. So, and Jared Goff was... 21 to 30 for 309, two touchdowns and a pick. So, and they had 129 yards combined rushing. Don't tell me no, no, no bull that, oh, it was the weather. I don't want to hear that. That's a goddamn excuse. Something has to change. You made a change at quarterback. Okay. And I understand it's a stretch of seven games because the NFC East is wide open. Uh, the Cowboys are leading right now at two and three. Washington's in third place at one and four. Phillies ahead of them at uh, one, three, and one. And the Giants are 0 and five. So you got four divisional games coming up. Two games, one against uh, Detroit, one against Cincinnati. Something offensively has to happen. ASAP. Not ASAP, ASAP, A-S-A-F-N-P, because I, I, I sat here and at halftime, I thought about it. I said, where is this season going? Once again, this is the third week in a row that I've asked this. Where is this season going? Where? Because this is not how I envision this season. This is not how I envision uh, anything. But I also realize that rock bottom has built more champions than the privilege of being on top and constantly. So, but I thought last year was rock bottom being three and 13 with uh, a starting a season with a coaching staff, a stubborn coach uh, smelling himself. That could have been pretty damn good here. And then another coach, uh, well, I'm not going to say coach. I'm going to say coordinator and, and position coach joined at the hip that if one got fired, the other one was going to quit, and that's uh, Minuski and, and Tom Sula. Then when Callahan took over, things seemed to move a little bit, but uh, it just didn't work. So 
Offensively, I'm very disappointed. I give the offense a D minus. That's because I don't want to give them an F because they actually put up 10 points, so I'll give them a D minus. So let's take a break, pay some bills, come back, and I'll talk. <sighs> Washington defense. Because I got a, a lot to spew about that. I had to calm down before I did this, but I got a lot to spew. So stay tuned. You're listening to Week 5 Tidbits. <laughs> Bits of Week 5 from the sideline junkies. I'm the big guy, KG. And just like that, we are back. Uh, as promised, talk about Washington's defensive uh, performance today. Before I do that, little news. Um, It came down a little earlier. Dan Quinn and the GM of Atlanta, I can't think of his name right now, have been fired. Uh, I think it's two weeks too late. I think after the Dallas game, they should have been fired. Once uh, you blew the lead that you had in Dallas, that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Fired. Uh, That's just my opinion, my thoughts. But, you know, I'm, I'm quick to drop the hammer anyway so now on with to Washington and their defensive performance today uh not very good you gave up 30 points the goal is to not give up more points than the offense can score so if they would have gave up three or seven and the offense could only muster 10 it's still a win uh, dominant defense helps out a struggling offense. And this defense is supposed to be dominant. Supposed to be dominant. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Everybody's harping on, uh, has been harping on Troy Apke being out of place and taking bad angles and things like that. I'm not jumping on that train, right? Not today. I'm going to call out none other than one of the leaders on defense, supposed to be one of the best run support safeties in the league, and that is Landon Collins. I watched him get turned around on several plays to give up first downs, Uh, gave up a touchdown because Kendall Fuller dropped back and – it looked like Kendall Fuller was releasing the receiver to the safety. Now, Landon Collins started taking the inside receiver who was in the slot. Can't think of who it was. But he goes on a post. Now, you can release him. He's going in front of a linebacker. So, the linebacker can pick him up. Landon Collins needs to cover over the top. Receiver's wide open, walks in the end zone, touchdown. Piss me. The, piss me. I'm not, I'm not cutting no cards. Piss me the fuck off. To see Landon Collins come up and run support and get pushed to the side because you're trying to lay the lumber. Dog, just wrap up and tackle. If you can get your hands on him and you can't get him to the ground, hold him up until the cavalry comes and they'll clean him up. I would would enjoy that more. Now, he had 10 tackles. 
okay, that's great. You led the team today in 10 tackles. But it's too many plays that I see that he's out of place. The play, the, the, the ball's going over his head, and he's looking up, and then all of a sudden he's trailing the play. I expect more, and I don't give a fuck how much money you're making. You could be making bare bones minimum. You could be making 150000 a year. Don't give a shit. I expect more because I know you're fucking talented. I know you, you, you're, you're not a, a damn bum. I know this. This is no no problem, no, no, no shock or nothing. I know you're not a bum. I know you have talent to start to, to play. Where the fuck is it? That that's how I feel right now about Landon Collins. Uh the team only had one sack, and that was Montez Sweat. A uh, couple tackles for loss. I think they had four tackles for loss. But they were picked apart by this Rams offense. Uh, A lot of wide open receivers. Like, I mean, wide open, wide the fuck open. And it's like, what are we doing? How are they getting so open? But our receivers are running through zones and the ball comes out and it's, Three defenders around him. You had it was a play where Kyle Allen actually threw in the double coverage. Alex Smith did it too, threw in the double coverage for something short. But here we are with the Rams offense, Washington defense, and the Rams look like they're playing eleven on seven. Very little pressure up front. Uh, I only seen. I tried to catch and see when uh, uh, Ryan Kerrigan was in the game. I think I only seen him three times today. He may have played more downs, but I I only seen him three times early. And I was looking for him in the lineup somewhere. I understand he doesn't start. I get that. But I was looking for him somewhere, and I didn't see him. To see... Chase Young back out there was really good. Um, Don't get me wrong. I love this team. I love this team with all my heart. I I bleed burgundy and gold. There is no words that can express my fandom, but I'm a realist. I try to be as real and as realistic as possible. This team can play fucking better. It frustrates you, especially if you watch this team long as some of us have. Some me, I, I've been watching this team all my life, and truly understanding them for the last thirty some odd years. Uh, you got people that's been doing it since the sixties, been watching this team since the sixties, seventies. And it frustrates you to know that you go into the 70s and you turn into a, a pretty, not dominant, but you you were a surefire team to do the damn thing. And then in the 80s, you have a, you know, late 70s, you have a low. 
into the early 80s. Then 81, you know, 0 and 5, then all of a sudden you finish the season 8 and 8. And then 82, you go to the Super Bowl. 83, you go to the Super Bowl. Uh, I think 84 was a down year. 85, you went to the playoffs. 86, you went to the playoffs. You, you're, you're going to, what was it, the NFC Championship game at, at 86, lost to the Giants in uh, the Meadowlands. 87, you go to the Super Bowl. 88 and 89 are down years. 90, you know, you had the, ba- the body bag game, but you made the playoffs. Then you, uh, <laughs> You got 91, arguably, and I'll argue this to the, I'm blue in the face, the greatest Super Bowl winning team ever. Greatest team in football ever in 91. 92, you make the playoffs. From 93 to 98, there's no playoffs. 99 comes, you win a division. Things seem to be kind of sort of going right. 2000 comes, everything, you know, seems to fall apart. Uh, 2001, it seems to be back on track just a little bit, eight and eight finish. And then, you know, it's it's that ebb and flow. But we haven't had back-to-back playoff years. We haven't had, we've had a couple of, uh, how many, let me see, we won a division in 99, 2012, and 2015. Three division titles in 21 years. Hence when my frustration comes with this team and and me watching these guys daily. And I say daily because I'm always watching something about them. I'm watching practice film and all that. But I watch this team today. And all I could, I, I've slapped my forehead so many times because it was just, it was a terrible performance. I expect more from this team. I expect more from a Ron Rivera-led team. And and this ain't it. This ain't it. Uh, it's time to buckle it up. Because if the NFC East is open, then... We need to jump up and snatch this brass ring. It's not no, well, you win six games and, you know, you hosting a playoff game because you're a division winner. I don't, uh, nah. I want to put a a distance between us and the other three NFC East teams somehow. So in this next six-game stretch that Washington has, if they can go five and one, to hell with four and two, if they can go five and one, and that one loss, maybe a split with Dallas, maybe. But if they can go six and zero, that would be great. It would be awesome. That would mean the team would be seven and four coming out of it. Seven and four. And then you already you got four. That'll make five division wins. Then all you have to do is beat Philly the second time. Then you sweep the division. That's something I want right now. But I understand we got to take it one game at a time. But performances like today are not going to get that done. It's not going to get 
the goal of winning the division, walking into the playoffs, hosting a playoff game, winning a playoff game, and then going on to the next one. So we did today's performance unacceptable, unfucking acceptable. I'm not sure how this team, these uh, players handle losing. Do they handle uh, things more to the point where when you lose, you just, oh, well, let's forget about it. And I don't know how to handle it. Me personally, as you can see, I'm not going to sleep. I'm watching film of myself. I'm trying to get access to the all 22s so I can see where I was wrong at, so I can correct myself. Uh, coaches correcting players. And it's no off day. I, I don't care. There is no off day. Tomorrow is not an off day. Everybody reports to the facility by 930. We got stuff to go. We're going to work this week. We are going to work. There is no off day. Off days are for winners. When you win, then you get Monday off. And if you win consistently, then you get Monday and Tuesday off. But this team is not winning. You don't need no off days. It's time to go to work. Jump up. Snatch this brass ring that is the NFC East. If it's so wide open, let's act like we won it. Because this bullshit right here, losing to the Rams yet again, yet again. Yeah, I'm, I'm not happy with it. As a fan, I'm not happy. So I hope the players are not happy as players. So not going to hold everybody. Um, just remember, wherever you listen to us at, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Uh, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Um, you can always hit us up, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com with your feedback questions comments anything uh you want to even get in for a segment or two for uh, a specific topic send the email we'll make it happen somehow some way we'll, we'll coordinate make it happen and get going um like i said final today 30 to 10, Washington loses the LA Rams. Piss poor performance. I will say that. So Monday morning, we got to start preparing for the next one. I believe the Giants are next. They're 0-5. If we don't go into that game and put up anywhere from 30 to 45 points on the Giants. Now, the Giants are not a bad team. They played very well today. Uh, just couldn't. They, their defense is trash. Their defense couldn't stop Dallas. They were up on Dallas early. Let them get back in the game. Then they couldn't stop them late. So we go into this game. We got to get up on them early. We got to jump out. I'm talking about Usain Bolt sprint out the blocks. And we got to keep the pressure on, keep the foot on the gaze. I don't care if it's Kyle Allen, Kyle Smith. I don't care if Mark Rippon comes back and is a starting quarterback. It doesn't matter. Let's go get it fucking done. 
I'm getting hyped up. I'm about to feel like I'm about to go and, and, and you know, hold a practice of my own. <laughs> but uh, that's all the time I got for the night. So y'all already know my motto. Just like Big John. I don't do no overtime. I am out of here.